The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. That is our subject for discussion this afternoon. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And so turn with me to Psalm 34. Psalm 34. I just want to read through that psalm and I'll give a few reflections from it and we will pray to close. So Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord. You, his saints, for those who fear his, him have no lack. The young lions suffer, want, and hunger. But those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O oh children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his eyes toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will, stay, will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. I don't know whether you enjoyed the reading as I read it, as you heard God speak to you through the voice of David in this psalm particularly emphasizing in verse 15 to say the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. And in verse 8, we read again here wonderful words. If I may re-echo those words, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. So in this psalm, we have a wonderful invitation and the invitation is founded on God's character as one who has constant care for his people. What we see as first and foremost from this passage 
is the fact that God offers constant care for those that stand right with him. God's constant care for his people. And there is an invitation from David to us this afternoon to test and see. Test and see that the Lord is good. Now these words test and see are not to suggest that when you find this not your type, you can freely discard and move on. It is not, it is not putting God to, to prove himself as worthy. Test and see does not suggest that God is going to come and try to convince you to believe in him, to love him, to be on his side. An invitation, test and see, is, is not really to check out on the credentials of God, but rather a warm invitation. It is, it is equated to somebody telling you, try this. I know you will like it. There is an assurance from this text that God is not lining up his credentials to try and convince you like employers do. Rather, to say there is no doubt that when you test the Lord, you cannot stay the same. Praise the name of the Lord. Recently, I was at one of uh, good restaurants, averagely good in town. And I had a meeting, and in that meeting, before the meeting, somebody asked me to take the order. And uh, I did ask for pineapple juice. And the person I was with in the meeting said, no, 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 no. On top of you, have you done a mixture, a blend of pineapple juice and mint? It's called pineapple mint. I said, no. He said, you try it. You will like it. And that's what I did. And indeed, I liked it. So when David extends an invitation, test and see, he follows it up and say that the Lord is good. You cannot come and have interface with this, with this God and fail to know that there is nothing else like this God. And that is why there is confidence to say, come, come and have experience with this God. Come and know for yourself. When I explain to you, you won't appreciate, you won't understand what it is that we derive from the Lord. It is better that you come and test for yourself. And so David is extending the same invitation to us this afternoon, inspired by the very spirit of the Lord. Come and find out how satisfying God is. Taste, listen, must happen before seeing. Taste and you will see. In a nutshell, what David is inviting us to this afternoon, he is inviting us to have faith without sight. You will not experience the goodness of the Lord until you come into fellowship and a relationship with him. Testancy means have the relationship with God first, and then you will experience the goodness that comes out of that relationship. So the shortcut of having the goodness 
does not exist. Well, sometimes God has extended it to us out of his general grace, out of his general revelation, that when it rains, even those that don't love the Lord will experience the rain. However, David wants us to go beyond just general happiness, come one, come all, and enter a special, unique relationship by faith. And so when we put our faith in the Lord, then we are able to experience the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. And there is an outline in this text of God's incredible goodness to those who take refuge in him, those who choose the Lord. There is, there is a whole list of things that happen. Look at verse 8 to 10. I want to read verse 8 to 10 again. Oh, test and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. Those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer, want, and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So come, by faith, don't hesitate, don't drag your feet, come to the Lord. You will experience. There is an assurance the writer of this has no doubt. He's not saying, Lord, I am inviting these, these people, but at the same time I am crossing my fingers that I am not ashamed. He invites them and he has confidence that the Lord is good. And when he says, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing, he does not in any way suggest that you will get everything you want. I love the NIV because it says you have, you have no lack for what you need. So God meets our needs. Sometimes you know that our wants are outside God's will and are outside our needs. And yes, indeed, the Lord will not give you something that is not going to be of benefit to you and your relationship with him and for his glory. But he says when you come by faith, and are willing to let go, are willing to surrender everything, your heart, your mind, your soul, your everything, you will surely experience the goodness of the Lord. God's constant care for those that love him is assured. Praise the name of the Lord. God's constant care to those who love him, those who stand right with him, is assured for them all. And so what should we do? If God's care is an assurance for us that have chosen him, then what next? What should we do? Probably those that are under the sound of my voice this afternoon, both in the cathedral and online, you all have a relationship with him. So what should we do? Exalt his name high. Exalt his name high. Look at verse 3. I want to read again. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. When you test the goodness of the Lord, it is not for you 
to just get into hiding and say, nobody should get to know about this goodness. Let me just enjoy my God and that is it. You know those guys? They want everything for themselves. They have been so blessed, so much so, that they want to keep everything to themselves. They have, you know, this money, they open another account and another account, they buy this land and another land, and then they, they tell no one about the wisdom of making wealth. They tell no one about the wisdom in the God's word. They tell no one about anything that God has given to them. They just keep accumulating and hiding, accumulating and hiding. That is not how it works. God says, come and announce on top of mountains, my goodness. Come and tell everybody, come on, testify. Let everybody hear about the good things I am doing. He says, come magnify the Lord with me. This guy is already blessed. But he says, come, I have discovered all these things. And so all of you that relate with me, we are co-heirs together of the kingdom of God. So come, let us magnify the Lord together. Let us exalt his name. Let it be known that there is no other God all over the earth. And so for those of us that have a relationship with the Lord, those of us that have experienced the goodness of the Lord, exalt his name, magnify his name. Yes, it is right to praise the Lord and exalt his name. We must use our tongues. We must use them to praise the Lord, to announce the goodness of God. Don't use your tongue, your lips to tell lies or stir up evil and wickedness. Use it to glorify, to magnify the Lord. That's the call for us in this psalm. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, come, let us magnify the Lord. Don't come alone. Don't just have it as a secret. Announce. Tell it all on top of mountains. Number three, because the Lord takes care of those that stand right with him. Because the Lord is deserving of all glory, magnification, all exaltation. That should finally result into trust, seeking the Lord as our only source of protection and provision. And so lastly, I want to say, trust and seek the Lord as our only source of protection and provision. Now that you know that God cares, trust him. Now that you know that the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, have everything that is to do with you in the same place. Both legs with the Lord, your mind with the Lord, your soul with the Lord. Trust the Lord. Your resources with the Lord. Trust the Lord. Now that you have this assurance, don't only trust, but also seek the Lord. Don't seek him as an added alternative. Don't you have other alternatives and then you have God on top of your alternatives. Seek him, trust him as the sole source, as the only source of both protection and provision. And so when we seek him, when we seek the Lord, he answers and he sends his angels to encamp around us. That is what it says. For those who trust in the Lord, there is assurance of 
protection. That God watches over you. Wherever you go, the Lord's eye is on you. Everything you're doing, the eye of the Lord is on you. Recently, I've been, you know, teaching my children to leave home, uh, you know, and, and accompanied to go to the shops, and then they come back. And, and so what I do, I tell them, you go, get me this from the shop, and then you come back. Make sure you don't play. As you're crossing the road, remember the rules. You check left, check right, check left again, and then cross. Don't run. Please make sure there are no cars, no border borders. You cross the road hard, yes. And they get out of the gate, and I lock the gate so that they have assurance that nobody is watching them. But I have a spot at home that I'm able to monitor the situation from above and I know everything that is happening. So after closing the gate and I've given them the money and they get out, I go to that spot and my eyes are on that particular child. And so they will go and I will watch them do what they're doing, ready to shout and scream on top of my voice if they are going to do anything outside what should be done. And so I could really relate that the same way I am on top of that particular place and I'm able to watch over my son, God is even at a higher spot where he sees the entire universe and is able to watch over his children. Praise the name of the Lord. He's able to watch over you. He's able to see the wickedness that has been arranged against you to come and oppose you. He's able to see the traps and the beauty about God. He does not have to scream like myself. And I'm not sure that even when I scream, my children will be able to know that that's daddy and that's what we should be doing. God has deposited on the inside of you the promised Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians chapter 1 who is a mark. And so the Spirit of God witnesses to you, tells you what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Praise the name of the Lord. The eyes of the Lord. Oh, people, do you feel good like I'm feeling good? That God's eye is constantly on me, Gerald. Sometimes I don't know what to do. So many times I don't know which decision to take, but I know that the eye of my father is on me. And so when I'm about to make a mistake, my father through the Holy Spirit will say, Gerald, not there. And if I am a good son, I will obey the voice of daddy and restrain myself. Praise the name of the Lord. Trust, seek the Lord as the only source because he encamps, he surrounds us. He is ready to deliver. He's ready to save those who fear him. He's waiting if there's anything that is threatening your life, God will deliver you. There is nothing that is going to take God unawares. <laughs> you get it? Don't say, ah, you know, my termination came in the morning and you see in the morning God was asleep. Uh, these guys would not have sent me away from that work. But because they came at a bad time, there is nothing like bad timing before God. His eyes are constantly on you. And that should give you the encouragement to seek the Lord, to seek his face. Those who call on his name shall be saved. Those who fear the Lord lack nothing. The Lord is able to provide. And so taste 
and see. Test and see. Hallelujah. He is close to the brokenhearted. Your situation cannot be so complicated to him. He is that close. And so what should we do? Seek him, thank him, praise him, serve him. Your heart, your mouth, your legs, your everything should be with the Lord. Because God is able to deliver you. God is able to provide for you. Can I also say that no matter how foolish sometimes we have acted, we must trust God to restore us. Sometimes out of our own rebellion, we have gone astray. The eye of the Lord has been on us. And indeed, when God observed that we were going to make mistakes, he warned us through the Holy Spirit. But even after the warning of the Holy Spirit, we have decided to go our own way. And sometimes you get to a place where you think, I am unworthy of God. I, I don't even qualify to stand up and talk about God. Maybe you're thinking, I don't even qualify to go to the cathedral for this lunch hour. I am terrible. Listen, you're not taking God by surprise by being terrible. He knows, he's aware of your sinful nature. He is aware, and that is why he has made a provision for repentance and kept his arms open because he knows these Ugandans are going to blow it out of proportion. These guys are just going to mess it up. So if I hold a stick and wait for them to mess up, I am only going to crush them. Let me open up my arms that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, regardless of what they have done. As long as you're willing to turn away from wickedness, turn away from evil, turn away from rebellion, and honestly come to the Lord, the Lord is waiting to receive you. We must trust that God is ready to restore us at every point of our life. He has promised us that he's, he's never going to forsake us. Sometimes we don't know how to return. Sometimes we don't know what to do. God knows it all. And actually the psalmist says, even when you do not know, I will teach you. Look at verse 11. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Don't be afraid to come with your weaknesses. Don't be afraid. What God wants is a heart surrendered to him. It is that heart that is broken. It is that heart that is surrendered that God will hold and put together and mold together and that same heart that initially was rebellious he says in the scriptures a heart of stone transformed into a heart of flesh he says come I will teach you thank you Lord come oh children listen to me I will teach you the fear of the Lord have you been caught up in places where you don't know how to respond? You need wisdom from the Lord? That is the perfect place for you to call on the name of the Lord. Come, and the Lord is willing to teach you. The Lord is willing to show you the way. The Lord, will you swallow your pride this afternoon and say, Lord, 
I come because I am aware that you see me. Your eyes are always on me. And there are guys who have attempted to hide from the Lord. They think when they drive so far away from Kampala and the pastor is unable to access them, the fellowship members can't access them, they even go to a no-network zone. And even when there is no network, they go ahead and switch off their phones. And then they wear shades and things they usually don't wear. They think that in that space, they are out of the presence of the Lord. David warns us and says, where can I hide from you? In the skies, underneath the earth, everywhere, you are there. But you see, a child of God who loves his father, who has a relationship with the father, does not need to hide because they know for sure that the eyes of the Lord are on those that are right with him. And so the only way is for you to put things right with the Lord. And so this afternoon, I want to call on you to simply come to the Lord and say, Lord, I come to put things right with you. Lord, I come. I am aware you have seen it all. There is nothing I will hide from you, but I am also aware of your character that you constantly care and part of his caring is healing those that are sick those that are broken hearted part of his care is teaching us how to have fellowship with him by the Holy Spirit so I want to invite you to come to the Lord and say Lord here I come that you may minister to me because your eyes are with me right with me here at All Saints Cathedral this afternoon. And those of you that are worshiping with us online, God's presence is right there with you. God is not limited by special resources. His eyes are constantly on you. Sometimes you are asleep and you have no idea, but God does not sleep, does not slumber. Sometimes you are trapped in meetings and you have no ally in that meeting. You are the only one. Sometimes you are in an, in an interview. Maybe you are the only one who is born again in your family. Maybe you are the only one who is born again in that school. Wherever you are, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. God takes care of those that are right with him. It is a point for us to be encouraged this afternoon and walk up and put our head high and say whatever it is that life throws at me, I won't throw in the towel because I know in this journey I am not alone. The eyes of the Lord, the presence of the Lord is with me. And for as long as God is with me, the young people say, I don't give a damn. I don't care. I'll make it to the end victoriously. Get up on your feet. Could you just, just worship, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. And I want us to just burst into prayer and enjoy the presence of the Lord. His eyes are on us this afternoon in this cathedral. I really want us to enjoy the presence of the Lord. The presence of he who cares for those that stand right with him. I want us to worship and pour out our, our hearts to the Lord. And say, Lord, take over. Come on, lead us, worship team. Let's sing that together. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Oh, I 
just go ahead and say, Lord, I need you. Come on, lift up your voices and say, Lord, I come. Lord, I come. I confess my need to you. I confess my limitations to you. And I need you, constant carer. You who is able to supply all my needs according to your riches in glory, I need you. You who never sleeps, you who never slumbers, I need you. I have heard this afternoon, your eyes are on me, your eyes are on me, you are watching over me. This afternoon you're with me, this afternoon you know what I'm going through, you know my challenges, you know my struggles, and so I come, Lord. I come, Lord. This afternoon I come, Lord. I come, Lord. Come on. Come on. Come to the Lord. Be honest with the Lord. Be genuine with the Lord. Do not cover up in the presence of the Lord. His eyes are on you. His care is all over. Oh, come on. Lord, we want to test and see. We want to test and testify. We want to test, oh God. We want to experience your goodness this afternoon. Lord, come. Lord, here we are. Lord, here we are. We want to know for ourselves. We have had stories about you. We have had testimonies about you. This afternoon, we want to know for ourselves. We want to know for ourselves this afternoon. And so, Lord, oh Lord, we commit ourselves to you. We surrender to you. We surrender to your word of encouragement this afternoon. We want to identify with David this afternoon that we will know, refresh our desire and a thirst and a hunger for you. We want to exalt you for the things that you have given to us, for the things that you have done to us, for the things you have done through us. We want to know you more. We want to exalt you. We want to lift your name. We don't want to lift ourselves. We don't want to promote ourselves. We want to promote you, Lord. We want to exalt you, Lord. Oh, keep us humble, Lord, that we are able to accord you the glory that is due to you. The glory that is due to you, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Quench our thirst this afternoon. Quench our thirst this afternoon. Satisfy our hunger, Lord. Oh, Lord. With long life. With good life. We want to serve you. We come to thank you. We come to exalt you. We want to give you honor and praise, Lord. With our lips, we'll praise you. With our lifestyle, we'll praise you. Because you deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. Oh, yes, Lord. You deserve it all this afternoon. Oh, yes, Lord. Just enjoy your Father's presence. Come on. Just enjoy your Father's presence. His eyes are on you. He takes care of those that he loves. He desires that you glorify him. He desires that you'll trust him. That you'll trust him. Oh, yes, Lord. Father, we, we love you, Lord. We love you. Yes, Lord, we acknowledge that sometimes our trust has wavered. We've been shaken because of lies. And so our trust has wavered. But this afternoon, we ask you, Holy Spirit, refresh our commitment. Refresh us, Lord. 
refresh our trust in you one more time, Lord. We want to seek you in truth. We want to seek you, Lord. We want you as our only source. Lord, you as our sustainer, as our protection, Lord, as our provision. Lord, help our unbelief this afternoon. Help our unbelief, Lord. Help our inadequateness, Lord. That we will trust you, that we will seek you as our only source of protection, as our only source of provision. The assurance, Lord, that you will deliver us from the tricks of the evil one, from the traps of Satan, from the pressures of the life we live. We totally surrender to you this afternoon, Heavenly Father, that you may have your way, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just go ahead and surrender yourself. Maybe you have attempted to hide from the Lord. You might have attempted to do things. You have hidden them from those that would ask questions. But God rebukes us this afternoon that is able to see everything and so we should put things right with the Lord. Lord, help our unbelief. Sometimes we have attempted to hide because of our unbelief. Sometimes we have solicited help from other places because we have not trusted you fully. Maybe because of the pressures in our families. Lord, we are the only ones that trust you in our family. We are the only ones that believe in you as Lord and Savior in our spaces of work. And that has compromised our trust in you. Lord, have mercy on us, but also teach us on how to thrive in those environments. Teach us, Lord, on how to exalt you amidst rebellion, amidst people that do not love you. Teach us, Lord, on how to live for you in those spaces. Oh, thank you, Lord. How we love you. How we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Hallelujah.